was more upset about this nomination than people who were watching The Bachelorette last night because Trump made his announcement right smack dab in the middle of Bachelorette Becca's Bahamas drama and fans took to Twitter to express their displeasure. For instance, very rude of President Trump to interrupt The Bachelorette with the new Supreme Court nominee. Okay, not that I don't care about the country and Supreme Court and whatnot, but like honestly, this is so rude interrupting the Bachelorette. As I was taking in um, social media information on the Supreme Court nominee Monday night, I saw the the top trends like it was uh, SCOTUS, Kavanaugh, hashtag, and then hashtag Bachelorette was in the top five. And I thought, oh, my gosh, people that are watching The Bachelorette. Then I thought, you know, with a, a slight pause, you could watch The Bachelorette, escape from the world, find out everything you needed to know about this person. In 15 minutes later tonight or tomorrow or next week. There's where you're wrong. You'd be fine. Anybody who chooses the bachelorette over the president's or or worse yet goes to social media to whine about it. I I deny them any and all public benefits. (laughs) Perhaps with the uh, exception of Social Security, if they paid in. I don't know. I know I'm dooming my own uh, livelihood here, but I'm, I'm, I'm leaning way more lately toward the. God, you don't need near as much of the info as you get. Well, that part I agree with you. And you don't Come need on, it. As, and you don't need it immediately. And it shouldn't you define it. your your self your identity to yourself and others. You don't need it mostly wrong immediately. Given the, be, let ahead, somebody man. who's smart think about it for a while and write a long piece about it next week, right? <laughs> or certainly tomorrow. Uh, yeah, or certainly tomorrow. Yeah, and listen, I'm into politics. I like, I love issues. I love constitutional law, all of it. But you know, international relations, I I groove to it. I love it. But you just always have to remind yourself: all these politicians are friggin' liars. They're con artists. They're lying to you constantly or exaggerating. So if you tie up too much of your personality, your identity in it, you're being led around by liars. Don't do it. I mean, politics is important, but. You know, you got to keep a chunk of your soul separate from it. That's my advice to you. Follow it if you like. So I got a buddy who's been uh, reminding me for quite some time that he owns an AR-15. I, I think I'd said on the air once that I'd never shot one. And Is he, uh, is he threatening you? <laughs> no. Um, uh, that I'd never shot one, and it's the most controversial uh, gun in America, right? And um, you can't... I was going to see how long I could get into this conversation about AR-15s without getting into school shootings. You can't. No. You just can't. No. Him bringing it out, uh, taking it out of the case at the gun range yesterday. The first thought of my, I didn't want to go there, but the first thing I thought about is what it'd be like for a high school kid to have this. Right. Or what it'd be like to walk through a school with this. I mean, right. you can't get away from it now. Sure. It's yeah. just. I'm sure I'd have the same reaction. He's um he's in the protecting the world business, so he he owns one, and uh, he's a guy who gets to carry around a sidearm anywhere he wants to go, you know, like a lot of people do. Um, so he's got some reason to own this sort of weaponry. He's not exactly sure why a lot of other people own this particular weapon. Um, even though he's a uh, he's a Second Amendment guy and everything else. I well, I asked him. I said, "Do you think? Do you want? Do you want people to be able to have this?" And he said, "He said we got a Second Amendment." He said, "I'm a." You know, I don't like the idea of guys with these guns coming to take your gun like this from you. I don't like any of that stuff, but I just, he said, I'd rather most people didn't have this thing. I understand that. Yeah. It is something to shoot. I've shot a lot of different kind of guns. It's incredibly light. It's incredibly easy to shoot. I'd never shot one in my life, and at 75 feet, 
I put nine shots in a, you know, the size of a small, uh, like a coffee saucer, you know, where I was aiming. Braced or unbraced? Just standing there holding it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, with with no training whatsoever. And he said, you put, you spend a couple hundred dollars and put a sight on this thing that's got the red dot, and you'd put it wherever you want, absolutely mm-hmm. as far away as you want. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just insanely loud. I mean, even with the earmuffs on, insanely mm-hmm. loud. Which again, you can't help but go there. What it must sound like in those schools right. when somebody's firing that thing off over and over, you would be uh, completely somebody deaf. A stupid, 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 angry coward. Yeah, who has the same problems all of us have had our whole lives, but thinks they're so special they get to hurt people. You're not, and you don't. But pretty clear from firing that gun, because there's almost no recoil. I remember the first time I shot a shotgun when I was young. But knocked me down. I had right. a giant bruise on my shoulder for a week. Right. I mean, it was practically the same experience for me. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's it an was... athletic event. You have to learn how to control it. This is not. Yeah, that's why It is not. It's light, and you can hold it, and it hardly it hardly jolts you at all. I mean, it's almost nothing. Wow. And you fire this 223 bullet, which is a, a big impact. I mean, puts a hole clear on through you and destroys. I mean, it's a, it's a heck of a weapon, and you could fire it easily. Mm. And like I said, accurately with no training whatsoever, and I, and I suck at shooting. Um, so that's, you know, that's, that's an interesting thing. Reloading it. Um, there have been some changes like in the last couple of weeks, but if you have an older version than that, uh, did that once. Cause that, that's a cool thing to, uh, cool. Cool's the wrong word. That's an interesting thing to do since that's part of the argument that goes on regularly. Ran through a clip, dropped it out, put the other one in, took three seconds mm. and I'm firing again. Yeah. Do you think that's okay or not? I and that know. was the yeah. older kind? Yeah, but yeah, okay. that's what everybody's got up right. until a couple of weeks ago. Right. They yeah. they keep continue to make changes. There's there's another part of the argument. So this guy's AR15 is a little bit older, so it doesn't have some of the changes that have happened in uh the particular state that he lives in. Um so he said when we get out of here I'll show you the new ones and the stuff that they've done to them. Okay, so the, so they've done a couple of things to the new AR-15s to make them less scary somehow that the government came up with. Like, they got this weird fin on the back of the handle, so you can't wrap your thumb around it. It keeps your thumb from going around it. So you can't hold it like a pistol grip. You kind of you have to hold it like a rifle. Uh. The amount that that would have affect how well I shoot, I can't imagine would be anything. Not to mention that with... A pair of pliers, I could remove that thing in a matter of minutes if I'm a bad guy and don't mind breaking the law. Right. Which, obviously, if I'm going to walk into a school or a mall or something like that, I'm I'm already comfortable with breaking the law. So here's a fix that makes it slightly less comfortable for me to shoot at the range or or protect my family, if that's what you're buying it for, and the bad guy can eliminate it in a second. Mm-hmm. Well, not a, that's over-exaggerating, but easily. Right. right. Uh, so there are a number of changes that they make to the guns over time to make them slightly, only slightly less effective, and you can get around those very easily if you want to break the law. You know, I can't help it. My, the question pops into my mind. Who are you protecting your family from? The Viet Cong? Yeah, well, that's, but, that's, uh, that's what my, my uh, protecting the world friend said. Yeah. said. What kind of S have you gotten yourself into where you need a 30, uh, 30 mag clip a couple of them, and this thing. Yeah, uh, you've you've gotten yourself into a heck of a jackpot, as they, as they say. <laughs> oh, I'm in a jackpot now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I mean, it's it's all complicated. I'm not I'm not saying come take it away because then you do get into the guys with guns like that 
who I'm paying and work for me, come to my house and take my gun like that from me to Even protect me. Even though I me. have done nothing. Even though I'm not a threat to anybody. Right, right, exactly. I'm not going to do anything. Right. So that it gets very, very complicated, not to mention that even if you are highly in favor of getting rid of these guns, we have a Second Amendment, and that would be a heck of a thing to change. You'd have to change it, the you'd Second you Amendment. Would. You'd you have would. to amend it. You would. Or, or you know, get rid of it. Um but a high school kid having a hold of one of these things and being able to uh, just wreak unbelievable mayhem, it's very easy to see how it happens. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a it's, horror. It's about $700, oh the gun that he had. That's not, you know, crazy money. You wish it'd have to be like $5,000 that very few people could afford, but it's, it's not that expensive. It is incredibly easy to use. I shot very well with it the first time. If you went to the range a couple of times, I'm sure you could get real good at it real fast. Yeah, well, you don't even have to be for the topic we're talking about. Right, yeah. Which is, it's just a horror, which, you know, brings us back to the fact that it's a social contagion. Yep. yep. Uh, in large measure. Yep. Um, and, you know, the, the weaponry has a role in the number of, of uh, killed and injured. Well, the There's most, no question about that, but... The two most recent shootings, I think, were all shotguns or handguns, so that kind of yeah. quieted down the AR-15 talk for a while. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I don't want to read the hate mail and hate texts from the gun crowd. I uh, I claim I'm a Second Amendment guy. You would scream at me that I'm not. I just, it's just hard to imagine why I need to be able to buy one of those. Yeah, I know. And, and here they come. Here oh, come I those I and, and we'll read some of them on the air, too. It's it's fine. We're, we're fine with airing Doesn't the, mean uh, I'm right. the different uh, points of view on the issue. You know, there uh, anybody from, from Thomas Jefferson on down the line who's an advocate of liberty understands there are aspects of it that will make them uncomfortable or that will be scary, inconvenient, expensive, etc. The animated contest of liberty, the rough and tumble of liberty. Um you know, and and I could write. I'll I'll write your note for you. A high school full of dead children is not the rough and tumble of liberty. All right, fine. That's easy to do. I can throw around that rhetoric too. My point is that the Second Amendment is one of those things where I completely I could talk for an hour on the value of it and the necessity of it, and there are aspects of it that scare me and you know, bother me. I was thinking about it as I was driving home. It uh, it's the same conversation over and over, right? With these guns, we're talking about the same stuff. We talk. As I told the guy, I said, I'm glad I had this experience. There's going to be another shooting where a bunch of kids are dead and somebody used this gun. I hope it doesn't happen, but it probably will. And now I've, you know, I got some knowledge on this gun. But um, as I was driving home, I was thinking, you know, is, is, is the idea that I get to own these guns that someday you and I, a bunch of my friends can rise up against the government? Or is it so I can protect myself from bad people? If it's to protect myself from somebody breaking in my house, I don't need this gun. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of other guns that will do the trick unless I'm overrun by a horde of whatever. And then what kind of life have I been living that's gotten me into that situation? If it's you and I trying to rise up against the government, as has happened all around, uh, you know, all your Arab countries and that sort of mm-hmm. stuff, then, yeah, I should be able to have that gun. Yeah. If that's the point. Well, it, I think it's both without getting too deep into, you know, 18th century history. Well, in, in modern history. Uh, the founding fathers and and everybody knows now. The first thing you got to do if you're going to subjugate a people is disarm them. You've got to make it impossible for them to resist. Make them so a disarmed, poor, and and hungry that they can't resist you. Um, 
But if you're gonna, if you, which move, is why food aid to like uh, the Iraqi people under Saddam Hussein is wasted. He's not going to let it get to them. But, that is not good for. But him. if you believe that very strongly, don't you have to really push for all your neighbors to get one of these guns? So in case you have to, we we can all band together and. Well, see, that's one of you in the neighborhood having a gun is not going to do any good. Well, that's where it gets kind of complicated in the modern age. They have fighter jets. modern exactly. <laughs> I don't Thank think, you I don't for think Joe. These things are going to help, <laughs> right? For Joe, well, they'll help a little. Um, uh, yeah. Well, this uh, gets too complicated, and it's going to anger everybody. And I thought we were going to have a fun show today, and now I'm sad. I wasn't trying to make sad. I just thought it was really. Well, interesting. Yeah, I know you weren't trying to, but you did. I'm a gun owner. I own three guns. Gun nut. But I, it's just, it's hard to imagine why anybody who's over 18 with a clean record should be able to own that particular weapon. Why? It's just hard for me to imagine. Why are there cars with 600 horsepower? I don't know. So you can drive really fast? <laughs> there is nothing lawful you can do. You can accelerate really fast. That's that's legal. From zero to precisely 55 in 2.1 seconds. (laughs) But not a mile per hour over, Johnny. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So what's your point with that? The AR-15, for instance, and there are other guns, it's a really, really cool machine. A lot and that's of only, only, a lot of firearms enthusiasts, including myself. That's kind of it's a really cool machine. It is, and it, it has a function. The AR fifteen never need. The AR fifteen is a very cool machine. Right. Kapuya, kapuya. <sighs> okay, and that I, did and, not further the discussion. And I had a little bit of feeling of should I get one of these? Should I have gotten one of these before the laws change? Should I get one before they get even crazier? Why don't I have one? What would I do with it? So I'm going to buy one and keep it locked in a safe for the rest of my life in case. Trump turns out to be the new Hitler. Oh, God. There you go. (laughs) I'm not a fan of Hitler. Something everyone can enjoy. I will tell you this, and this is something I definitely agree with the the people that are screaming with me on. These, These minor inconveniences they make to lawful people are stupid. Right. Yeah, it's so the legislatures can claim they did something. Making it slightly harder for me to be able to protect my family as a law abiding citizen. And having no effect on the bad guy. What is that? It's just, it's, it's virtue signaling. Yeah, essentially. It's vote gathering and contribution uh, stimulating. You know, I'm not going to give the text number because I don't want to hear from the people who are screaming at me right now. Jack, the hashtag walk away campaign. What is it? It's getting enormous attention. Yeah, I got to mention the uh, robocall situation, too, because I think we're all getting a lot more of them. There's a reason for that. Stay tuned for the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I'll say it again. And then you say what you said. I've got one follow-up text. Oh, boy. Yes. I knew that would be Joe's reaction. So we got... There goes the segment. We got about five... No. No. I promise. It will be over, and I'm looking at the... There. There we go. It will not last an entire minute. We got a gazillion texts and emails already. Yes. On me talking about shooting an AR-15. Already. That's how hot a topic it is. Mm -hmm. We got this text, and this is what I'll end with. This discussion is what makes you guys so great. Thank you very much. How dare you? How dare you say that? 
Well, there's there's there are a lot of people, politically speaking, who don't think you should ever have a, a, a conversation where you throw around, what about this? What about that? What do you think with that? Right. Because I'm in favor of this, but I admit that part makes me uncomfortable. Or do you think this would be a good idea? Even if you don't, just throwing it out there to discuss. A lot of people don't think that's a good idea on cable news channels because you might be given in to the other side. Yeah. If you even throw it out there as a conversation starter. Right. All right. That's fun. You yeah. see the world your way, we'll see it ours. Uh, so, uh, listen, we don't have much time, do we, Michael? Uh, got a couple of minutes. This None is, of us uh, do, Joe. No. You know what I got coming up that's the most hilarious thing you've ever heard? Oh, no. What? The DEA's list. They've released their list, or it leaked or something. Their list for cannabis slang. <laughs> a through Z. <laughs> and it's pages and pages oh, and pages. Oh, I can't wait. Would you like to hear a little bit of one letter? I, I, I need time to do this. and I, Well, I'll do this later. Never mind. The hell with Just it. Just the yes, A's. go ahead. Acapulco Gold. Acapulco Red. Oh, Ace. No. African Black, oh. African Bush, Airplan. That reminds Alfalfa. me, my favorite uh, term for pot in uh, really good pot in college was African Red Bud Death Hash. There you go. <laughs> Alfalfa. Vulcan Alfombra. Mind Eraser. <laughs> Alice B. Tolkis. Yes. I'm going to start using that one. <laughs> I, why would you bother with that? But All-Star, Almohada, Angola, Animal Cookies, Arizona, Ashes, Aunt Mary, AZ. Well, wait These a are just the A's. You're down to like Arizona. What if I'm going there? So did they? Yeah, my parents live in Arizona. You are a drug fiend. What? I'm thinking that the, the to, to DEA. Your Aunt Mary. <laughs> I, I think exactly. the DEA, if you got two high school kids who came up with a code word so their teacher or parents won't know what they're talking about, they put it in their database here in case it's sweeping the nation. Jimmy, I heard you make reference to Aunt Mary. I want you to know marijuana kills. The bees, baby, bail, bumbla bakabaha. Honey, are you going to pick up the baby? <laughs> bluey, bluey, bluey. Oh, jeez. And that's why you no, need an no, AR-15. We, we, it, you've killed my husband. We have an infant. Barbara Jean, Beretta, Bash, Bazooka. Yes. Hey, you come over to my house. You bring into the bazooka. They call me Bazooka Joe. Okay, if you're using code words to hide illegal activity, you need to make the code words less illegal <laughs> than the thing that you're trying to cover up. Right. Our code word for prostitution will be heroin. <laughs> see your point, Sean. We're smoking marijuana, but we'll call it child porn. <laughs> exactly. Let's see. We're going to go drink beer in the park, but let's call it shooting up the police station. Yeah, exactly. Woof. Uh, BC Bud, Bernie, Bang, spelled with an H, Big Pillows, Biggie, Bionic, Black Bart, Black Gold, Black Maria, Blondie, Blue Cheese. <laughs> Blue Cheese? Well, it's delightful with a nice uh, Beaujolais. That's for the older crowd still smoking the marijuana. You know, aging. <laughs> That's right. We're listening to Yacht Rock, enjoying some Blue Cheese and Beaujolais. Blue Crush, Blue Denim, Blue Dream, Blue Jeans, Blue Sage, Blueberry, Bobo Bush, Boo, Boom, Branches, Broccoli, Bud, Butter, Burritos Verdes. <laughs> burritos Verdes? Yeah, green burrito. What's coming up your news, Marshall? <laughs> Merkel beats Trump after the president rips Germany at the NATO summit and more. We ripped Germany at the NATO summit. Yeah, you don't want to butt hurt Germany. Germany rippers. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Oh my God, that's not, over not, the top. Not for the no, air. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. 
Wait for the director's cut DVD to get that joke, everybody. (laughs) Just uh, somebody said that they they referred to marijuana as AK-47. You see, that's the opposite. You don't want a code word. Yeesh. (laughs) That gets you on a different, worse list. Yeah, exactly. Right. Back in the day, I had some friends who would refer to uh, marijuana as smoked salmon. You got any smoked salmon? They say that's nice. Yeah, Yeah. that's good. They get it. Uh, let's get the news Don't out. refer to playing golf as cheating on my wife. <laughs> That's not a good no, code. No, not at all. News now with Marcia Phillips. Well, President Trump and German Chancellor Angela Merkel have met after Trump publicly went after the longtime ally over its spending on national defense in a Russian oil pipeline during a breakfast meeting at the NATO summit. Germany, as far as I'm concerned, is captive to Russia because it's getting so much of its energy from Russia. So we're supposed to protect Germany, but they're getting their energy from Russia. Explain that. And it can't be explained, you know. But then after the meeting at the NATO summit... That's some plain talk right there. That's astoundingly plain talk in the world of diplomacy. Yep. After their uh, meeting at the NATO summit, Trump described his sit-down with Merkel as a great meeting. Trump telling reporters the pair discussed the pipeline. He didn't really elaborate on that. And then he said, we talked about defense investment and trade, adding, we have a tremendous relationship with Germany. Trump is hilarious the way he does that. Yep. We've come out of those meetings where the other side said... It was a great meeting. I think really productive. And we're thinking, what? You just screwed us. But that's his negotiating style. Now, how old Angela Merkel feels about it. Right. Of course, she's she's dangling by a thread. Yeah. In terms of her yeah. leadership of Germany. So, yeah, she's got to be uh, you know up at night. One of those uh, who was uh, reacting to uh, Trump's earlier statements, former American NATO ambassador Nicholas Burns telling MSNBC the president's remarks were shocking. Frankly, it's just infuriating to watch this happen. You cannot imagine any American president all the way back 75 years deciding to become the critic in chief of NATO. I mean, it's Orwellian. He's making our, our, our friends out to be our enemies, and he's treating our enemies like Putin as our friends. One of the denizens of the Obama administration that left relations worse with every single country on Earth. Now that well, last, that's right, Mr. Burns. That last part he said is, uh, I don't get. I don't know why he talks so nice about bad people. <laughs> nah. but I don't. I don't know what he's doing there. But that other stuff's just you're just crap. You might be smarter than me and more learned and have more experience, but that's just crap. You, first of all, you can't talk about NATO seventy years ago the same way it, it is. It's not the same situation now. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I was talking about earlier. Morning Joe, who was waxing, just a, he had like an eagle on his shoulder and a flag flapping behind him, talking about the Marshall Plan and rebuilding Europe in the ashes of World War Two and the rest of it. I'm like, yeah, granted, and they're not paying their bills. Come on, uh, back to Trump. Here's a little tip for you, uh, especially you younger folks or maybe new to the right. world of business or human relations in general. Don't let people know you're going to be an adversary before you have to. If you're in a negotiation or there's a difficult thing going on at work or something, don't immediately stand up and say, I just want you to know, I know what you're working at. Whoa, 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 whoa. The moment will come for that. Don't don't get them to draw their gun by drawing yours until you have to. And I think Trump goes to extremes to say, uh, uh, Kim Jong-il, uh, clever man, clever uh, man. I, and 
And uh, I think he's lost weight. Very handsome. And, oh, to lead a country like, oh, he's really into the whole flattery thing. We're buddies. We're complete buddies. Come on, come on, come on. Till the point in negotiations yeah. where you have to stick the knife in. I just think he's like an extreme of that strategy. Yeah, I'm not sure you can apply that with Vladimir Putin talking about it. He's a fine guy. He's a nice guy. So, like I say, it's an extreme. <laughs> an extreme. Uh, but uh, at the same time, though, listen to what he was saying about Germany. Mm-hmm. You can't be beholden to Russia as a member of NATO, you know, to paraphrase Trump. Right. I can't, my brain doesn't work like this. That's dangerous. We can't trust you as an ally if our greatest adversary can yank your chain, yank the chain of your economy at any moment. That's completely unacceptable. That's what Trump, the great uh, a friend of Russia or a colluder with Russia is saying, "Come on, folks, that just doesn't it doesn't jibe. It's it's not right." Displaying, I mean, your your theories about Trump are are not right. Displaying the power of the presidential tweet, Pfizer announcing last night it will delay increasing the prices of dozens of drug products after President <laughs> Trump publicly berated the company a day earlier. Trump tweeted early on, "Pfizer and others should be ashamed that they've raised drug prices for no reason." They are merely taking advantage of the poor and others unable to defend themselves, while at the same time giving bargain basement prices to other countries in Europe and elsewhere. We will respond. Yeah, it's interesting that that works when he does that sort of thing because they know the PR would just be awful. Right. He's going he's gonna to let everybody know what they're doing, and then they're going to get a PR backlash, and they decide, eh, we better not. You know, how long that policy holds, it said, you know, uh, for the rest of the year. It's yeah. already, you know, mid-July. Right. Um, whether something substantive will happen on this or if they're just ducking the bad publicity for a couple of months is unclear. Well, you know, a lot of companies have been ditching the traditional cubicles and offices over the recent years and opting for open floor plans in an effort to boost collaboration and conversation. Everybody I know says it's awful. You can't get anything done. I've never run into somebody who likes it. Not now, one. Right? No, I don't, one person. I don't work, uh, you know, writing code for some giant uh, app. Right. I don't know if that helps or whatever, the millennials, blah, blah, blah. I don't know, but I've never met anybody who likes it. Well, Harvard Business School researchers went out and took a look at it, and they found, yes, indeed, it is not working. They studied the behavior of staff members at two very large Fortune 500 companies making the transition to open plan offices. They found after the switch, physical interactions dropped by 70%. Physical interactions went down as you put everybody together. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, wow. that's not surprising. How? Well, I'll let you, you spend finish. your entire yeah. day thinking I got to get away from these people. Yeah, that's probably it. Now, before the change, the layout participants accumulated an average almost six hours of face-to-face interaction a day. After the change, they dropped to an average of about an hour and a half. I- I'll never understand how stuff like this happens. So, some consultant somewhere along the line. Yep. Said, no, you put everybody in an open plan, and it creates interaction and a team's work spirit or something. And uh, and everybody bought it and rearranged the not talking to workers, I guess, because as Joe mentioned, I've never talked to one person in my life who likes this open floor cubicle lifestyle. I wish I didn't have privacy or quiet. And then said nobody ever. And so after a decade or so of doing it this way, a different Harvard study comes out and says people hate it. Yeah, ask anyone who does it. (laughs) Well, what's crazy is these ideas get cooked up over and over again. I've mentioned this before. My high school, which was built in the 70s, I guess, 
had bought into that whole, oh no, best that you build a more uh, uh, collaborative learning environment if the classrooms are not closed in rooms. They're open to the... and I'm, Everybody hated it. It was cacophonous. Yes. You'd, you'd hear if somebody coughed three classrooms down, you'd hear it. And it was just stupid. And they quickly began to try to ameliorate a lot of those problems. It was just a bad idea. Some guy with a PhD came up with it and sold it to a bunch of people. I hope he made a lot of money. Because it's just dumb. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. That's a bald eagle right there, ladies and gentlemen, symbolizing freedom. You think it's easy being the conscience of the nation? It's not. It's a burden. Keeps me up at night. Coming up, the hashtag walkaway campaign. And I think I will dismantle liberalism during the 8 o'clock hour. Wow, that's a hell of a thing. Well, progressivism, not classical liberalism, of which I am a devotee. Gotcha. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. to get into the finals against France? The Croatians. Okay. England hasn't been in the finals since 1966. How's that possible when it's like the most important thing in their lives? I don't know. Because hmm. uh, third worlders. I don't care about the soccer. They, they kicked the soccer ball around. Boy, I watched that semifinal yesterday. French and Belgium. French. Uh, where he from? French. Uh, it was great. Really good. Oh, so tense. Oh. Really? That's, what, so, that's what I'm looking for for relaxation. More tension. Right. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, I see your point. So, listen, I was going to talk about the hashtag walkaway campaign, but it's kind of similar to what we're going to do next. Um, and, and it'll still be news later on or maybe tomorrow. Um, kind of interesting, though, and, and we will get to it. Also, next hour, right after the 8 o'clock news, I intend to dismantle, to a large extent, modern progressivism. I will do it persuasively. I will do it without an insulting tone. It will not be smark, snarky, sarcastic. How about smarky? Belittle. It will not be smarky. It will be a little sparky. Uh, it, it will be respectful to my good friends on the left side of the aisle. So I haven't heard this. Uh, cell phone video has leaked of this 911 call situation in which a man chased another man on a tractor. Old man. <laughs> Old man chasing oh, down his neighbor on a tractor. Oh, man. Yeah, we the of... people on this farm. Mm. Thank you, Mitt. <laughs> it wasn't Mitt Romney. <laughs> um, so what are we about to hear? The nine one one. I'm pretty call? sure I could not be chased down by a tractor. Well, it depends. Depends on the terrain. Well, first we'll have a little local because I'm a huge fan of local news. So we'll we'll get them to set the scene for us. A crime caught on camera in St. Johns County. Video released shows a man who deputies say tried to run over his neighbor with a tractor. Now we first told you about the arrest of the accused driver Howell Morris last month. 72-year-old has since been released from jail, charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon without the intent to kill. And we actually have the... Can uh, we get an anchor? It doesn't sound like he has food in his mouth. (laughs) An assault with a deadly weapon. There's the video. (laughs) Got a fat old guy being chased by an older guy on a red tractor. Attempted assault with a deadly weapon without the intent to kill. That's interesting. 
a deadly weapon, but without the intent to kill. So I shot you with a gun, but wasn't trying to kill you. God, you don't have that Jack Bauer clip, do you, Michael? I shot her above the knee. She could still walk. So they thought he was trying to run or him over with a tractor. The or something. But not trying to kill him. You get run over with a tractor, you ain't going to be in good shape. Oh, yeah, yeah. the video oh, no, is... I uh... just wanted to break both his legs. What the, what the hell kind of charge is that? <laughs> Come on. Oh, it's Florida. It's Florida, everybody. Florida, man. Oh, so man. is there more to the 911 call? Uh, yeah, we got there the 911 call here. And when you say he came after your husband with his tractor, did he chase him down or... Yeah, he chased him down on his tractor and my husband had to run, yes. Okay, so he's vandalizing your property? Yeah, it's not property yet. It's like an easement, So, but he thinks he has rights to it, but he's destroying stuff on it and blocking our driveway. Here's the interesting boy, thing. It's is a I, big old boy running away yeah, from the tractor. And the tractor's it? not gaining on him. No. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it's funny watching the video because it's, it's like a little meandering paved road thingy there. And the guy runs down the paved road so the tractor has great ease. If he had just stepped to the side and like went behind that tree, it would have been over, I believe. Circled behind the tractor. <laughs> oh, no. Now what do I do? <laughs> yeah, But he ran of... right in front of the tractor like it's a cartoon. Right, right on the road as the tractor chases him. Well, well, maybe well. he didn't want the tractor on his lawn. Ah, uh, That could be. Of course, I don't want to get run over by a tractor either. Yeah, At the point somebody's attempting to hurt me with a deadly weapon, but not right. kill me, right? I, uh, I I don't worry about the lawn. Well, the guy looks to go two seventy five, and he's uh, he's stretching his lead pretty effectively. <laughs> I wonder if he was thinking to <laughs> over himself, the tractor. And the guy's got snow on the roof too. He's not a young guy. No, old fat guy. So right. uh, you got to be thinking: Am I more at danger of having a heart attack running from this tractor, or am I better off laying down and taking my chances being run over by the tractor? Or again, just veer right and go behind that giant oak tree right there. <laughs> It's not a hornet, it's a tractor. Anyway, anyway I do love we, local news. Can't we settle our disputes without tackling our neighbors or chasing them with tractors? <laughs> That's right, Senator. Uh, so uh, another local story. We hit this at the very, very end of the show yesterday. What where? Uh, what part of the world was this? This Sean? was in Kansas. Kansas. Oh, that's right. Lawrence, Kansas. This is a guy who takes uh, his two minutes before the city council to advocate for the cause that is nearest and dearest to his heart. I want you to take a moment, everybody. Everybody listening right now, everybody on the show, think about the cause, local, state, that you would like to do something about more than anything else. You would take your evening to go address the city council. It's it's an effort. you got to wait in line. Right. They're really long. Is it literacy for the local children? Is it you know, a sports field so they can get exercise? Is it maybe meals for the elderly? What cause Dealing would, with the homeless situation. That's right. In a compassionate yet firm way. Or is it perhaps this? So I propose this. The city allows for licensed masseurs to give genital massages if the masseur and the client both agree to it. We let someone get naked and have every other part of their body touched and rubbed by a massage therapist. That would truly be a happy ending for everyone. (laughs) Wow. At least he went to the time and trouble to craft a presentation with a boffo ending. Yeah, I don't know about the ending there. It was boffo. Not sure his delivery was a bit, but his argument's not terrible. It's not good though. I tell you what, you get me in a room with a with a a young lady, uh, perhaps my my beloved wife. Uh, She can touch me about anywhere. There's a fundamental difference when she goes to work. You know, on the nether regions. Yeah, but his point, the Netherlands, his if you will, point, were eliminated from the World Cup. His point being, if these two uh, free citizens of the world agree to it, why can't that happen is a, is a decent question. That's all he needed to say. That is a decent question. 
I I can only be described as conservative in my sexual life, as a faithfully married heterosexual man. So it would have no effect on you? None whatsoever. Me neither. I believe people ought to be able to do whatever they want with consenting adults, as long as everybody is consenting, uh, consenting problem, and an adult. The problem is, uh, I think... Uh, as, long as, as long as it doesn't impact other people's quality of life. Street walking hoes? Or, or turning tricks for crack in front of a uh, uh, elementary school? No, I'm not in favor of that. The 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 immigrant woman, quite possibly, most likely in this scenario, um, is, is claiming she's agreeing to it, but she's agreeing to it because the people that brought her to this country are holding the rest of their family back in the old country and saying we're not going to let them go unless you make this much money as a prostitute. So she's not in effect a free citizen of the world agreeing to this. That is a really good example of the sometimes legitimate, sometimes illegitimate. I'm sure there's a legal term for this. You have to go further up the chain than the actual crime or further That's down the chain. That's what I'm asking chain. her to do. Oh, boy. <laughs> go further up the chain. All right, you know, I'm out. I'm really, really trying to make a point here. You've got to go further down the chain. Oh, boy. <laughs> I need it. Can somebody give me a metaphor that doesn't sound like a penis? <laughs> You've got to go far beyond the crime and forbid that activity to prevent the activity back upstream. Gotcha. And that's it, uh, sometimes legitimate, often not. Mm. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.